You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienaker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Throwing a right. Been a long week. Feels like it's like Saturday, but it's only Wednesday. Yeah. I thought we might not even podcast this week, but you pushed for it. What, is there a reason you thought that? Just not motivated to do so. General okay. pissed offness at the world situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. No, I definitely think uh, it's been a tough week. On that note, let's let's transition to you know another depressing topic: the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the, I wanted to talk about the Browns. Uh, firing yeah. I love the Michael Scott thing that the, they started comparing you Jacks to Michael Scott because like we saw yeah. that we watched Hard Knocks, we saw that he was Michael Scott, and we just didn't admit it to ourselves. You know. Yeah, but it was also kind of amazing because like I didn't know that like NFL players are like watching like NBC sitcoms from five, 10 years ago. Every the thing about one thing you learn on, on the internet is the whole internet watches the office. When people say Netflix uh, okay. and chill, that just means the office. Like the office yeah, is 10 times are, more popular. How, than are these NFL players doing that? I mean, I guess they I got think nothing so. else to do. I think they are. So. Yeah. I, I th- yeah. We used to think that like players were sort of above these things, but now listen, there's like NBA players who have podcasts, you know, like JJ Reddick and, uh, yeah, but NBA players are much more with it than NFL players. True. But yeah, no, I think the, the, I think we realize like with social media, the lines are pretty similar between all these people. Like they don't have their own TV shows; they're not people are they're watching the same things. Um, but so I, it's interesting to me. I want to talk about the Browns because Greg Williams is famously your least favorite person in the NFL. Yeah. Um. So now he's the coach. He, I mean, it's going to be a disaster. He might not make the year. I'm just telling you, like he may not make it to Week 17 because he's too crazy to be an NFL coach. So you saw what he said today, right? About the 11 offers. No, what, what were the 11 offers? Oh, this came out a few hours ago. He said he has had 11 offers to be a head coach. Four of them he did not have to interview for. So, I mean, again, he's he the defensive coordinator for the worst. I don't understand. He's the defensive coordinator for the worst franchise in sports. But These are obviously lies. He's an insane person. So, again, as people pointed out, why wouldn't you break the Rooney rule to hire Greg Williams? Yeah, I exactly. League, I, I mean, you, you know, you can't you can't not interview. That's like not even permitted. The gr- and nobody would do that, especially with someone with. Such remember, a bad track I mean, do you record. remember he claimed that on he claimed that on Hard Knocks that he had so many other job offers he didn't have to be there. And at yeah. the time we knew, but now he's going like deeper into the lie. I mean, he's he must be like a really just like objectively awful human being. I mean, I guess when yeah, he said to say like, 11 kill is just the so body absurd. and the you know, like, 
Yeah, no, it's and maybe he meant high yeah. school or CFL jobs. Like we don't know which <laughs> he didn't he did not say NFL. But the thing that made me laugh was so do you know who their new defensive coordinator is now that Greg Williams somehow won a power struggle with Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley? His son is technically the defensive coordinator. Oh yeah, coordinator. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His he hired son his is twenty eight. He yeah. has a defensive coordinator gig under his belt though. Um or maybe he was 28 then, and now he's like 31 or 32. Or maybe he was 24 then. I don't remember. His son, Blake Williams, was the defensive coordinator for the Saints when Greg Williams was suspended and kicked out of the NFL. And, and they were so like his, number 32 those two years, weren't they? Yeah, his son... Well, no, I think the second year was Rob Ryan. I think the really bad year was the Rob Ryan year, but I think that uh, okay. first year wasn't him. His son was the defensive coordinator. And I'm not saying they did a bad job. I think the defense was actually fine that year. The point is that, like, he has been sort of nepotismed into the league since he was, like, 22. Yeah, but that's how all these coaches work. But, I mean, no, but to get this far, like, this Brian is Brian Schoenheimer second... with Marty Schoenheimer. Sure. Like, I, I think that's pretty par for the course. But he's a little younger than most of these guys. Aforementioned and the Rex point is also Rob nobody – a lot of times, like, they, like, offer – like, the Jets number two is a Heimerdinger in the front office. Like, these guys do get ahead – Usually it's like someone giving you a favor, but nobody would do a favor for Greg Williams because everyone hates him. Yeah. So this is like he only gets jobs under his dad, but then like when his dad gets someone else fired, he gets promoted. I just thought that was funny. All right. So yeah, that was the Brown stuff made me laugh. Are you are you feeling pessimistic about the Vikings right now? Like, do you think this team is still a championship contender? Well, it was frustrating Monday night, obviously. They were sort of, you know, badly outplaying New Orleans. And then there's Thielen's fumble as they're about to score. And that, you know, is a flip of 14 points because the Saints score a touchdown pretty yeah. quickly. And then the Diggs pick six, again, with the same thing. And that one obviously was a pick six. So the, the flip of 14 points was instantly in one play. You know, I mean, they, they badly outgained New Orleans. I think they can play with them. I don't. It was just two big mistakes by their two, you know, star wide receivers. So I don't really know. I mean, the reality is that... Now we've lost to New Orleans. We've lost to the Rams. So let's assume they win the division. They go nine six and one or ten five and one or whatever. Best case scenario, yeah. We you know let's say you play in the first round. You host some wild card team, whoever they are, Chicago or Carolina, whatever it is. You're gonna have to go on the road, probably you know to to New Orleans or Los Angeles in yeah, the second that's round. Yeah, really rough road. That's assuming you win this round. division. That's far from. I mean, do you think Chicago has a chance to win the division? They're pretty good. They have a chance, but, I, I, you know, if I were putting odds, I'd still say the Vikings are, like, 60% to win the division, and Chicago is, like, 25% in Green Bay's. Like- I mean, it's not a—Carolinas look pretty good, so this is not going to happen, but there's really—you uh, know, the NFC East is probably going to get one, and the NFC West is probably going to get one, unless Seattle gets hot. So Seattle the- could weasel into a wild card. Yeah. I mean, who, who are the wild cards at this point? It, it, Atlanta has a lot of losses, so it's either Carolina or— Seattle or, you know, Chicago, Green Bay, Minnesota, whoever doesn't win that division, maybe. But yeah, I mean, some like Chicago, some of these teams still get to feast on the AFC East teams. You guys play the AFC East, which does also lead you to have maybe three, nine and seven, ten and six type teams. Yeah, well, I, I think it's a little too early to be talking about the playoffs right now. All right, let's let's do quick picks. This is in a mini sode, right? Let's do quick picks for week nine. Um, All right. The Bay Area game tomorrow night. You beat you beat me by one last week, by the way. Yeah. In picking straight winners and losers. Yeah, uh, yeah, you cooled off. You were you were dominating all of our pools. You still have not lost in the spread survivor where you need to go two and two or better against the spread every week. Yeah, I'm still second in the in the in the pick seven also. But you've cooled off a little bit. I'm I'm at your tail. Um, so the Bay Area game, I feel like, and this is the last obviously of these rivalry games. I feel like of <laughs> all the rivalries, like I would put Oakland San Francisco almost behind like 
Dallas Houston. Like this, this it's, is it's this not really a, rivalry. a big rivalry. In no way, no. The Raiders fans care about the other teams in their division. The 49ers care more about the Giants and the Packers. I don't think they care about each other. I mean, it's a little different than like Jets Giants, which is you know the same city versus San Francisco and Oakland. The, the, I mean, cities the in, same stadium, in the same yeah. area. Uh, yeah. It is a little tricky. I mean, San Francisco is about to steal the Warriors from Oakland, so they should yeah. be a little bit. I told you, I've been to both football games in both stadiums in the same day. I've mentioned that before. on the same day. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, all right, so Oakland at San Francisco. I mean, Francisco. O- Oakland is going from from what from three teams, Oakland itself, to, yeah. to one. And one team is in the worst stadium situation. And, and the, the A's are and the A's, you know, without you know talking it, too much, let's say that the A's are not a certainty to be in Oakland. No, for definitely a long, not. So. I, I don't think. I think yeah. even people who aren't inside, I think, realize like that stadium is not yeah. tenable. The least tenable. Yeah. Um. So yeah, o- Oakland San Fran. To me, this is such. A t- who's the best receiver in this game? Marquise Goodwin. Like, there is very little skill position talent. Jordy uh, Nelson. I just traded him uh, a yeah. few minutes ago. A- I mean, there was little to begin with, and then you know the Niners lose McKinnon and the Raiders lose uh, trade uh, Amari, and then they lose Marshawn Lynch. There's just very little skill position. Probably Jared Cook is the best skill position player left. Well, you know, C.J. Beathard is probably not even going to play in this game. Is he really? Is he that injured? I thought he was, like, questionable but going to play. You're saying he's not going to play? From what I have heard. Who is their, who is their backup? Some Nick some Nick Mullins, undrafted free agent. Nick Mullins is going to be the starting quarterback in this game. Interesting. I wonder if that's because. Um, so, spo- so spoiler alert, um, I'm picking Oakland to uh, cover and to win. <laughs> well, that changes things. I would have to change a lot of my picks to. Like, including, we, we have a confidence pool. We'd have to change that um, if he's really not playing. Um, I'll go with Oakland, but I, I would have liked San Francisco just because, you know, Kyle Shanahan versus uh, John Gruden is a little bit of a mismatch, I think. Kyle Shanahan versus what? He has one win on the season. He's got no talent. That team should be 0-40. Right, okay, but I'm just saying, if he's getting outcoached by everybody else. They're I'm competitive. No, they're compa- they're, they should be losing 40-3 to every week with the talent I mean, they have right now. They lost twice to Arizona, who's 0-6 against the rest of the NFL. Yeah, they so should have won not... that game. I did. I do like these. By the way, I like the bad team versus bad team before they're like mathematically eliminated. I don't like it in December when it's like 2-10 and 10 versus you know, 3-9. and nine. But at this point in the year, I'm still willing to tolerate the two bad teams playing each other. Yeah, uh, the problem is this one, you don't even have any fantasy relevance, as you said. Yeah, that, so well, that is the problem. You don't have, you, yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe you play the, Raider, the Raiders' defense if... if uh, I thought they promised us Thursday night was going to be better this year. What happened to that promise? I mean, it's hard to predict. Like, again, they put Garoppolo in five primetime games. If this was Garoppolo versus, you know, like the Yeah, but even Raiders, that was an insane decision, though. They did put they didn't they put Dallas Houston also on a on a on a night uh, game. Yeah, I mean Dallas has been on TV every week, and that I don't understand. Right. Either. Well, they, they, it's always been like that. First of all, you can only get six primetime yeah. games, so it, it just feels. I like mean, they're on Sunday night next week, also. I think against Philly, aren't well, they? Well, they're on Monday night uh, th- this week. But let's get to the Sunday games before we do Monday. Yeah. Chicago at Buffalo. Nathan Peterman. I think this is a must-watch game. I think Nathan Peterman is bad enough that you must watch every every throw he makes. He's the most interesting player in the NFL. Yeah, the, I mean the, the Bears looked really good last week against the Jets. How low Excellent. can you go? You're saying if if you knew nothing about the league, at the eight teams the Jets have played, you would say the two best teams they've played are Chicago and Jacksonville. Even better than the Jaguars. Uh, even better than your Vikings, who look good against the Jets also. Um, but uh, well, Buffalo's defense looks real good against New England. If it wasn't Peterman, I would say that you know I'd try and find a way to pick Buffalo to cover. 
obviously they end up not covering against New England. You know, yeah. like Trubisky's going to struggle because the Bills' defense is very good. But uh, but the Bills' defense might score three touchdowns in the first half against. Yeah, there's, I mean, it's it is it is an impossibility for Nathan Peterman to win an NFL game. Right. I think every we make fun like Ryan Lindley, haha. Like Nathan Peterman is the worst quarterback we've ever seen. Yeah. And by the way, I would be more afraid if they brought Mac Barley, Matt Barkley, who might not even know the uh, playbook. All right, KCA Cleveland. I'd be more afraid of Colin Kaepernick with a blindfold on. <laughs> um, yeah. KCA Cleveland. Uh, yeah, we'll think KC. KC's yeah. going to win. I, I, I'm not afraid of Greg Williams. As a I mean, coach. are the Cleveland players motivated because two assholes are gone? Or they're I think unmotivated? they're happy. Baker Mayfield is happy. The assholes are still in charge. Like, uh, Greg Williams is a jerk, but I don't know how much interaction Baker Mayfield's had with him yet to like realize he's a jerk. Yeah. No one's ever had less chance of like even if the Browns finish this season like seven and one, I, I don't think you could keep Greg Williams as, as more than the DC. So I, I would almost root for that just to see if it would actually happen. It would be wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh I, I love we love chaos with the Browns. The Browns were fun when they hey, were that's like why he's gotten so many offers. Now it looks like their season as far as the playoff contender is over. I do think they'll be very yeah. dangerous down the stretch unless Did you see quit. the stat? So the Browns are plus eleven in turnover differential. Okay. So maybe and they're overachieving as two five and one team. Yeah, no team that's plus eleven in turnover differential has ever been below five hundred through eight games, and they're two and five and one. So yeah, cool. Yeah, they find a way to lose. All right, Jets at Miami. Uh, this is going to be Osweiler. They said today, Tannehill's not back yet. Tannehill did play very well against the Jets when they won in in New Jersey, twenty to twelve. Um, yeah, the Jets really have had. It's very interesting because every game the Jets played this year has basically not been close, other than the Browns game. Which was just the tail two halves, like the Jets dominated the first half, the Browns dominated when Baker came in. The it, you could tell basically on the third snap, like will Darnold be able to pass the ball or not? The problem is the Jets are throwing to like punt returners and and practice squad guys. And yeah, the Jets receivers make the Cowboys receivers, you know, look like. Right, and the beginning of the year they were good. Like Barnwell said that Anderson and Anunwa, or their starting receivers, are both going to get eight figure deals this offseason. The problem is they're not healthy and they're not playing. Um, yeah, I mean Anderson hasn't been good when he's been healthy. And Nunua has, you know, been a little up and well, down. Well, Anderson had now. one game where he caught. He, Anderson's caught three deep passes all year and literally nothing else. He yeah, doesn't have, that, yeah, he doesn't have a four-catch yeah, game. game. He, had two he doesn't have a 45-yard yeah. uh, game other than the two-bomb the two game. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so I plays. like Miami here, but this game could be real ugly. Osweiler versus Darnold and two defenses that are kind of underrated. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick Miami. Uh, Detroit, I bet that's a really low under also. Detroit at, Minis- at Minnesota. All right, yeah, so I have I have uh, Minnesota beating Detroit, but I, I mean it's a Detroit trade makes sense. All right, one more time, we keep getting interrupted by trick or treaters. D- Detroit, so Golden Tate was going to get ten trillion dollars. I understand why they traded him. They also traded for an old run stopper. So that's last week in Snacks Harrison. That's not something a uh, tanking team does. They have a new coach, so he, obviously he's motivated to to win. They're not tanking, and and they'll be Jones and Galloway or Gal, uh, Galladay are still a. Uh, a pretty solid one too. Uh, I like Minnesota here. I'm uh, yeah, Detroit. You know, as always. Is, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of picking Minnesota in our against in our um, margin pool. Mm-hmm. What's the line here? Six and a half. Yeah, I don't. I, I saw it at six and a half. I saw it even go down a little bit. I don't know. I don't really understand why this line is this low. Now, here's you know, in the preseason, I mentioned the stat. I think that Mike Zimmer has the best record against the spread of any coach in history. Yeah. Which is sort of indicative of the fact that, for whatever reason, his team is always underrated and always does better than than, than sort of the, the conventional, the general popular opinion is. This year, that's not been the case, obviously. Uh, but their spreads have still been, you know, they were like basically an even spread against New Orleans. It started at two and a half and then it went down, and that sort of surprised me. And obviously, they lost at home. So, but um, I, I'm I'm taking the points here. 
I'm giving the points. Uh, we we talked a lot in the preseason about the Stafford six and fifty one stat against winning teams. They've already yeah. beaten New England and Green Bay this year. They lost to Seattle. That's probably the only other team they played that has a chance at a winning record. Unless Dallas or Miami. But isn't that based on whether the team has a winning record at the time, not at the end of the season? No, I think it's at the end of the season. Because that would oh, make no is? sense. Because obviously they would have beat 1-0 teams. Yeah, it's teams in hindsight that had... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah otherwise that's, that would be nuts. Uh, Atlanta, Washington. This is a really interesting game to me. This is a good obviously game. Obviously Atlanta's yeah. toast if they, if they lose this game. Washington defense, people are just starting to notice this week is maybe the most underrated unit in the league. Uh, you know, that, that, that game against the Giants last week was unwatchable, but... It, but they're really playing tough defense. And then the Falcons have played no defense since week one. Uh, they, they held the Giants to, to 20 before their bye, which, you know, I mean, the Giants couldn't move the ball at all against the Redskins. But other than that, they've allowed 29-41, uh, Not great. I like Washington. Uh, I, I think Washington's going to win this game. Yeah, but, uh, but Alex Smith is not going to light you up. Yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, this is really one of the tougher matches. And this week, by the way, there's really no blowouts this week, other than I guess you know Buffalo and Cleveland. You know, yeah, this is we started our our ours. Uh, we do a uh, a confidence pool that's only November. It's a one month confidence pool, and this was one of the harder confidence weeks I could remember. There are not there's one obvious game, but there's a lot of interchangeable sort of three to six point spreads that you know are rough. You get nervous about picking. Yeah. So who are you picking to win this game? I'm going to pick Washington. Hmm. I'm gonna pick Atlanta. All right, now you don't usually go with with a road underdog like that, but yeah. All right, Tampa, I just, I, Carolina, I don't believe in Washington. Uh, Atlanta said two weeks. What happens? So. How about this? What? Because I be, in my fantasy football league that you where uh, you get a very typical hundred dollars. It's a it's a one and a half QB league. It's a super flex league. I bid sixty two dollars on Ryan Fitzpatrick. So did the commissioner. By the way, on on Yahoo, can the commissioner see the fab bids or no? I'm not. Yeah, a, I mean, I'm not. If he's, I'm not a if he's checking them, then he's cheating. <laughs> huh? If he's checking them, then he's cheating. Obviously, I, and I'm not accusing them. I'm just curious if they're even allowed to. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine the commissioner can do everything, can't they? I don't. I'm thinking on ESPN, the commissioner cannot see fat bids. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, so anyway, I bid sixty-two. The commissioner bid sixty-two, but I had a better waiver, so I won. And a third person bid sixty-one. So everyone. Yeah. Very, very specific kind money. numbers. In our league of leagues, I bid seventy-five on Fitzpatrick, and nobody else spent more than thirteen. Bid more, right? Than and I bid fifty in league of leagues. Too, slight overpay. And no one's went over twenty, but also your seventy-five was your money's running out. Like this is two years worth of every sport money. So yeah, well, I, I bid seventy-five because someone else is seventy-five when I was trying to block him. Yeah, I, I was doing the same with with the sixty-two, and I'm trying to trade for money to get him in in Sammy Chester's league, but I'm having no trouble. Yeah. having trouble trading for money. Anyway, All right, so I mean, how, how long do you expect Fitz to keep the job? Well, that's what I want to talk about. So Fitz. If he has a bad game, I don't think Cutter can go back this week unless Fitz like has a you know a five. Well, there's but there's game. also the RG three theory, right? Which is that they don't want Jameis to get injured because he's guaranteed twenty million this offseason, and if he's injured, he's he's guaranteed it. They can't they can't cut him, and so they want him to stay healthy so that they don't so that they that contract can't vest. Yeah. Um. I, but listen, they they pulled him because he's bad. They were willing to if he's good. Yeah, but what I'm saying, but, but, but if you're done with him to the extent that you're definitely not going to give him twenty million, well then there's no reason to play him. Yeah, not but then the, name him the third stringer. Seven year old Fitzpatrick. Home. Yeah. I mean, he's right, gonna well, have a, he he's good. I mean, if they say they're done with him, is he going to get a starting job next year? Like the Dol- the Dolphins are going to pick him over Tannehill, I guess. Like the Jaguars, people are saying, why would the Jaguars? I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on, but Dave. Buffalo was, like, trotting out Nathan Peterman, so who knows That's what's true. Happening. Yeah, he could play in Buffalo tomorrow. He would fit in Buffalo, yeah. I think. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> I'm going to pick I'm gonna pick Carolina there. Yeah, Carol- not a hard decision. Carolinas look good. Uh, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Another I'm going to go with the game. home team here. 
Spread is always three by rule when these two teams play. Yeah, it's 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 never three and a half. I think I guessed. Three yeah, now Baltimore half. already went into Pittsburgh and beat them pretty soundly, twenty six fourteen. Yeah, I think Baltimore's a little better. I think against the good defense, that's uh, is are they the only team that shut down Connor? I think they might be. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, here's the thing. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points because I think it's gonna be a really close game, and Baltimore could win, but you know they could win seventeen to fifteen or sixteen or who knows. So I'll agree with you. I'll pick Baltimore to win, I guess, but but I you know I'm gonna try and middle it and get a three point spread and win it on both sides. All right, this is another game. Houston at Denver. People are too down on Denver. I what I've noticed, and I think we have to stop doing like going forward. We should throw out every team's best game and worst game and not worry about that. Because like you can't look at the Bills through the prism of well they killed the Vikings in Minnesota because they haven't shown anything the rest of the year. Same thing with the Vikings. We can't really criticize the Vikings that much for losing because the rest of the year, even when they've lost, they've looked pretty competent most of the time. I think with Denver also, they look like they weren't an NFL team a couple weeks ago against the Jets. But for the most part, they've been passable and, and competitive. Uh, Houston's red hot. By the way, my Super Bowl pick of Houston, New Orleans, is back on. Those teams yeah, back are, on. are looking good. Yeah, you always um, believe. Yeah, they have, yeah, they're both on I the never, long. There was never, even when Houston was 0-3, there is definitely no yeah. audio of me saying I'm a moron for yeah. picking Houston versus New Orleans. Well, what is this with Demarius Thomas getting traded and, and then playing in Denver for the other team? I mean, that happens in baseball and even basketball from time to time, but I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, happening. I just said this on RHAP. I just had this bit because we did a we did oh. a bet online commercial and I said that. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yes, I, I think, you're right, the old school 70s thing where you get traded to the dugout in the middle of, of the game yeah. or a doubleheader. Now, you and I both correctly predicted Houston would be, uh, that Denver would be favored. Uh, excuse me. Me and Bill Simmons did. Keeve and Sal, I'm all confused, mm. yeah. thought that Houston would be favored on the road. So I guess you're picking Houston then to win on the road. Yeah, I made, I think I made a, I mean, I've traded Demarius Thomas for Golden Tate. I've traded like all... I've made trades involving those two guys in like like six different times this year. I just traded for Golden Tate in a league where I have no backups because this is a big. We haven't mentioned this is a six bye week, the first of two six bye weeks, week nine, week eleven, which is really rough if you're in a two a two QB fantasy league because there's only twenty six quarterbacks playing and there's twenty four slots. Uh, so Golden Tate is on a bye. Really screwed up all my plans. Having a guy get have two different buys in a year it should be illegal. They should have had to play him one more game. Um. I'll pick. I'm going to pick Denver here. Interesting. Even though you think Houston should be favored, even I think Houston should be favored. I just think this is a rough spot. I, I think that Houston's streak comes to an end here. Well, here's the thing. You were talking about teams that look impressive when they lose. Houston has managed to look unimpressive when they win every week. Yes, absolutely. But their and line so, has turned from the worst line in the league to passable to like just another bad yeah. line. Which is a big but I mean, you know, they they only won that Colts game because of Frank uh, Reich's uh, correct but overly aggressive decision. Then they then they barely beat the Cowboys at home. Then they you know they they only beat the Bills at home because of a late pick six. Yeah, I mean they have th- their three best wins are all at they home. They did look good. They did oh, look good they in the second Jackson, half against though. the Dolphins. They did look good in the second half against the Dolphins. That's fair. Um, mm-hmm. But you know the Dolphins defense doesn't is not really going to stop anybody. I'm not sure how Demarius Thomas. He's like Will Fuller stretches the field. Demarius Thomas doesn't really do that, so I'm not exactly sure that. But it's he's a still getting now. He's. I mean, I guess maybe he was this year with Sanders, but he's getting a second receiver. You're right. It's not the ideal guy for Winston, who is basically ultimate uh, go deep guy. Uh, but listen, you need. There aren't a lot of guys like Will Fuller around who are who are you know boomer bust. We're talking about Robbie Anderson. He's injured. That would have been an interesting guy for Houston to get. To be honest, uh, he'd score a touchdown every play with that team. Um. Okay. Uh. The so yeah. Chargers at Seattle. Seattle's now started to really turn around. Um. 
this is an interesting game. The the Seahawks are already out of the division race. They're literally just fighting for a wild card, but there's no the teams in their division are not there. So they're alone at four and three. This is such a big game because they have the Rams and the Packers and the Panthers the next three weeks. This is such a must win for them at home. I mean, if you if you even if you win this game, you'd be lucky to go one and two over that stretch, and then you're at five and six. It does get easier. You get the Niners twice in three weeks and the Cardinals to end the game. I, just, I don't know how you get to nine even, and nine is 50-50 to get in the playoffs, right? I don't know how you get to nine if you don't win this week. Yeah, uh, so the, the Seahawks, this is a must win for the Seahawks because, yeah, because of their schedule. But I wanted to, here's my take about the Chargers. I don't think we've ever known less about a healthy team through seven weeks than the Chargers. They've lost to the two best teams, the Chiefs and the Rams, in, in not close but not blowout games. And their wins are against the Bills, two points at home against the Niners, against the Raiders, against the Browns, and a one-point home win against the Titans. That's, yeah. they, so they have no good wins, and they have every result is basically exactly what, what has to happen. So this is the first time all year, and a loss in Seattle, by the way, is not a bad loss either. But yeah, see, Seattle's much better than we thought they were in the beginning of the year. And by the way, they don't have any B-level games. Every game's against an A team or an F-minus team. Because after this, Oakland, that's a joke. Denver, that's a joke. Arizona, that's a joke. So even if they lose this game, they could quickly get out to 8-3. and Then in Pittsburgh, which is a really hard game, and they also have in KC. So their only sort of like borderline games are at home against Cincy and Baltimore, which are like winnable or losable games. Every game the rest of the year, they're going to be either a serious underdog or a huge favorite. Except for yeah. those three games. Uh, yeah, All right, so what's is, your pick for this game? It's going to be in the playoffs. It's it, like they are locked into the five seed. I mean, I mean, I, I, I guess that, you know, if they beat the Chiefs the second time, they could they could beat them. They yeah. could uh, take the division. But What's your uh, pick? Are they going to win in Seattle? No, I'm going to pick Seattle. I'm going to pick Seattle at home. Hard to go against Seattle. I'm going to pick They're Seattle, but again, I'm picking, uh, I'm picking Los Angeles to cover because what's, I think it's... What's the spread? It's one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're a genius. So you're going for the so, tie. Yeah, there's, no, there's no way to middle that, yeah. Uh, by the way, Houston to Denver, I didn't say my pick. Mm-hmm. I think, um, so you pick Denver, you said, to, to yes. end the win for Houston. Mm-hmm. I think um, I, I think the fact that one team is trading away their players and another team's trying to improve their team, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Houston. So again, you're picking the home team, I'm picking the road team, opposite of how we normally operate. Yes. Here. All right. Uh, uh, two amazing games then. The national game is Rams at Saints. Fantastic game. Uh, I, I like the Rams to blow the doors off the Saints. I think the Saints are getting oh, wow. too cocky here. The Saints also, they yeah. couldn't throw the ball last week. I, I don't think this is... I when Usually when the undefeated teams lose, they lose hard. I So you could say, oh, maybe this will be that game. I don't think so. It should have been yeah. last week that they lost. It just didn't happen. Yeah, and I, and I thought New Orleans would be favored by one in, in this game, and the Rams actually started as favorites. But Although then I saw the line moving to New Orleans. You can see the line all over the place. Which means right if now. you're favored in New Orleans, that means you're favored against every team in every scenario except for maybe the Patriots. Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, the Rams also. I don't think the Rams are as good as people think they are. I really don't. I- I'm not, you know, the Vikings went into Los Angeles on three days rest and were driving down the field, you know, for a touchdown. You, you know, know, their defense is just fine. Their defense is not spectacular. Yeah, and um, their offense is good, but like, honestly, because, you know, like, do I trust Jared Goff more than... than right. Listen, he was exposed in the playoffs last year, and maybe they're a regular season team. Yeah. Maybe they're like built to just grind teams down the regular season but then when yeah. you get to the elite teams eventually someone's talent level if you were to cut them. off the mic between the coach and the quarterback which team in the league would suffer the most because to me it's clearly the rams that's interesting like to me it's sean mcveigh's brain and jared got arm bills and the bills would suffer the most <laughs> <laughs> yeah peter would throw the ball in the wrong direction yeah, what's less than zero um 
I agree with I you. I mean, the Rodgers, the, the Packers would get better. The, the Packers would be the least affected team ever. Oh, for sure. Yeah, did you see the mistake this week? Some news um, some news station referred to Aaron Rodgers as the Packers head coach. I didn't see that, but, I mean, he should so be the player pe- coach next People week. on Twitter were saying, like, yeah, how do we get this done in real I mean, the Ty Montgomery thing, you know, one thing that the stupid announcers would never say, and the announcing's getting worse every week, is there's 205 when that kickoff happens, right? So even if you're the best kickoff, unless maybe you're the best kickoff return of all time, you can't touch the ball because – then the Packers have a free play with you know uh, it, using the two minute warning as a timeout instead of running it out where you're burning the two minute warning for no reason, right? That like yeah. that's another reason why it's insane of Ty Montgomery to ever run that out. Um. Anyway, I'm yeah. So I picked the Rams, Packers at New England on Sunday night. Oh man, how how much are they going to be fawning and praying to the Rodgers Brady thing? It's going to be insufferable to watch this game with the. Next it game. was already just at the end of the Saints Vikings game. It was yeah. It's yeah. Ridiculous. And it is cool. It is cool to have like the you yeah, know, but the it's two like... best guys. But it's going to be like this hagiography for three hours of like it's going to be like Sports Century simulcast with the game. Um, Aaron Rodgers is so pissed off right now. I kind of want to pick the Packers, but why would I pick the Packers in New England? It's tough. What's the line here? The line is six. Yeah, so I'm going to hedge and say the Patriots, but like a best bet Packers money line. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, with the point. again, the Patriots look like they weren't going to cover against Buffalo last week. So yeah. I'm going to pick New England. Can Green Bay keep it close? I guess so. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'd say if it's a blowout, it's probably Green Bay. Just you know. All right, and then, and then the, one of the weirdest lines of the week on the Monday Night Football game. This is my line. There's no it, such thing as a weird line with the Cowboys because the Cowboys always are given three points too many, and you know that. It just doesn't make sense. Why? Why is Dallas favored? Dallas should be favored over Tennessee at home by three and a half. They're like marginally better than Tennessee. Maybe. I will say, like people are a little excited. Dak is is playing out of his mind. Just like not how well he's playing, but like Dak is treating every play like it's the last play of the Super Bowl these last two weeks. He's he is playing so hard. I really love it. Um, li- listen to the the Titans scores. Nobody scored more than twenty seven. As there's so many points in the league, no one scored more than twenty seven in a Titans game this year. 27 to 20, 20 to 17, 9 to 6, 26 23. Then the last three weeks they've lost thirteen to twelve, twenty one to zero, and twenty to nineteen. So they're averaging ten points a game in the last three weeks. Uh, not great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the three and one Titans start like uh, their season's over if they lose this game. First of all, three and five play, playing the Patriots next week, they could pack it in. Even though the schedule gets incredibly yeah. easy. With well, look, I think Dallas is going to win, but I think it's going to be a very close games. So I'm definitely okay. taking. Yeah, so I'm picking the, the Cowboys, but I totally get if someone wants to take the points. But this is kind of a lame Monday night game. Mariota sucks. Yeah, and as we've said, uh, as, as everyone's joked on on Twitter the last few weeks, the answer to the great age old Mariota versus Winston debate is don't pick either of them. They both. Suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although, who knows? Mariota did win a playoff game. Yes. Uh, so did, uh, I mean, who else has won? Didn't, who, who, like, really sucks who won a playoff? Oh, Tim Tebow, I guess. Eli Manning yeah. won two Super Bowls. Yeah, he won eight playoff games, but, you know, never. N- never never again in any other season. Yeah. I, the thing about it, Eli's been so bad the last two years, I think he's actually fallen out of the Hall of Fame. He should have retired. I do think <laughs> now that he cannot make the Hall of Fame. Like, I think people are I mean, honestly, him. you're making a joke, but, like, that happened to Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb would have made the Hall of Fame. I agree. I agree. If he had... Washington by the way, Minnesota. Brandon Jennings should have retired after he had 55 points his rookie year. They would have... They would already be a 30 for 30 about him. Instead, he's, like, playing in, in like, the second division in China. Right? Yeah. And, by the way, this is my Len Bias take. Len Bias, the chance of him being great or very slim, just because the chance of any sixth or eighth pick yeah, in the draft totally being great. Agree. Marquise Chris was the eighth pick in the draft. And where is he? He's on his fourth team. He just got his fourth-year option declined today. Like, come on. The, the best thing you could do if you're Len Bias is, is that. <laughs>
Alright, so this was our mini so just wanted to get one in the books. Next week we'll come back with mid season power rankings and we'll give you uh, we'll give you the good stuff. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.